This is Bumper to Bumper, the car show. Drive in anxious and cruise out confident with the best automotive info for your vehicle. And now your host, Matt Allen. everybody and welcome to bumper to bumper radio i am your host matt allen your ktar car guy here with you every single saturday to help you navigate ownership of that chariot that you're out cruising around in whether it's a high-end uh, mercedes or bmw <clears throat> maybe it's a kia but that's not necessarily anything low-end that's got just as much technology as some of these uh german nameplates running around or your honda <clears throat> excuse me, or whatever it is, we can help you navigate uh, whatever it is that needs navigation. And I'm not talking about that screen on the dash telling you where to go. I'm talking about the service. Do you really need what the shop is saying? You know, when is it okay to uh, ignore some things? Or how do you, you know, if somebody calls you and says, hey, Mr. Customer or Mrs. Customer, you need all this stuff. Well, kind of not like that Dave Ramsey method. Do you need it? Or is it a want, you know, category? There's there's a big difference there, and I think some some shops, uh, you know, oversell some things, and so that's why we encourage you to ask questions. And maybe you've been in that situation, or maybe you're debating: Do I really supposed to change my oils off that often? I don't know. Whatever it is you want to talk about, because I'm going to sit here and yap for a little bit and talk about some of my experiences. I actually did a lot of work this week working on the counter as a service advisor in the shop on the front on the front line, so to speak. So uh, we'll talk about some of the things I experienced, that, which were uh, interesting and uh, some interesting diagnoses and stuff. But anything you want to talk about, and maybe even we'll do something different, take a caller during the first segment, which we never do. And I see Carrie smiling. <laughs> I might pass out if you right? did that. Just not break a streak. It's easy. It's easy to do. You can be part of the record. You can be the record breaker. You can. So while you're a service advisor this week, did you sign the autographs as being the car guy? Uh, no. But okay. I could shake a hand or two. But uh, it's nice to, when the listeners come in and, and chat and such. But 602-277-5827. It's 602-277-5827. That's how you call us. If you want to text, just as easy as long as you're not driving, 411-923. And I will go ahead and try and answer those. Maybe I'll frantically type back a text. Maybe I'll answer the question over the air. So stay tuned if you do send in a text message. And make sure my phone my phone's muted so my text messages don't don't start coming in. I spent the morning at the shop today uh writing uh help wanted ads. I'm looking for technicians. So and helpers and apprentices. So parents, you know, there's a there's a shortage of qualified people to do work. And when I talk about work, I'm talking about automotive repair, plumbers, electricians, HVAC. So, you know, parents, school administrators, if you've got a junior or a sophomore in high school, you know, the junior and the senior year is the time to get them ramped up. These school systems have such good programs. These students can go in and learn a trade and learn a skill. And they got a backup. They can do something. You know, they, they know how to do something with their hands. And then guess what? Then maybe they can be like me. Not that they necessarily want to be like me. <laughs> I don't know who does. But my point is, I took vocational, I took auto shop, and I was a mechanic. 28 years later, I own two successful businesses. But I was just a mechanic that they sent the dumb kid down to the auto shop class yeah. to, get, to get rid of him. By the way, you make a good living doing that. Well, so, yeah. 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 And besides that, as a technician. So if you're a technician out there looking for a job or you know a good technician or, or as again, as a parent, get your kid lined up. You know, not everybody's cut out for college. So... Um, interesting week in the shop. Hundred degrees is coming. That's one thing. Although we're gonna get um, we're gonna get a dip in the weather and go back down to eighty. But again, hundred degrees is always my trigger through the winter time. I start talking to people, and when they want to defer or put off some maintenance, maybe on some tires or a cooling system repair, I always say the first time it's a hundred degrees is when you really need to start thinking about these things that we've been, you know, that we've been putting off. Uh, we're gonna start noticing the air conditioner not working. I had a phone call this week. Hey, you serviced my air conditioner last year. It doesn't work again. Okay. 
Well, that means there's a leak somewhere, probably. You know, and I've talked about this before. I think we touched on it last week. I'm not going to belabor it, but oftentimes air conditioning is a two-step repair. The first time it's a service to get the thing working, get it full of refrigerant again, and get it blowing and working. And then the second time, you might have to come back because it takes that much time to find the leak or or the failed component or, or whatever happened. Sometimes the same thing with an oil leak or stuff like that. And I'll tell you one thing. We we had our first $15,000 brake job at Import Car Specialist this week. And it wasn't anything. It was a really bitching car, an Aston Martin with some, you know, high-end stuff on it. But, uh, but <laughs> that was certainly interesting. And it was just like a brake job you would do in your Honda. It just happened to be an Aston Martin. And we're talking big bucks. And, boy, we lit up these phones. And since... Uh, uh, looks like Ian was the first one in Mesa. He's got 2005 Elantra. We're going to go ahead, Ian. This is the first time ever I've taken a call during the first segment of the show. And Carrie over here is just happier than a pig wallowing in his own mess. So how can we help you out, Ian? Appreciate the call. Uh, this one will make you laugh. I was cleaning the throttle body in my Elantra, and the little red straw from the spray can shot right into the throttle body and went down the hole in the intake manifold. Yeah. And I'm wondering if there's any chance I can just start her up and go and that won't be a problem or if I should go proceed with taking off the intake and removing that straw uh, the old-fashioned way. Is your throttle body an electric throttle body, or is it a cable-driven? It's a cable. Can you prop it wide open and get your and get a good look down in there and see it? And see it? I took a scope, uh, and you have to go sideways through the intake, and then it goes down the holes and down around the corner, and I can see it just barely sticking out of the engine. God. And so I've tried to grab it and vacuum it, and I can't get it that way. Wow. Now, is that a plastic intake manifold that's on the front side or the radiator side of the engine, or is it metal on the back side? It's a metal on the back. Ugh. I don't know. I mean, I, I guess the you know the appropriate answer is you better take it apart and retrieve the piece. The risk, <laughs> the risky side of me. <laughs> if it was a customer's car, we'd be taking it out. If it was my car, I don't know. You know that straw, it might just melt right away. I, I don't know. I don't, I, I mean, right. I, I guess the safest thing is. Um, I don't is to just pull it out beforehand, but you're not gonna. I just can't imagine it could cause that much damage, because it's. Uh, but I don't know, so I guess better safe than sorry. Take it off. You're, <coughs> excuse me. You're gonna have to get yourself a couple of intake, you know, an intake manifold gasket set, and uh, be super careful with taking the throttle body coolant hoses off. You may even need to. Um, may even need to. Uh, Detach the throttle body, maybe get a throttle body gasket. So, a little bit of extra work in there, but I guess now's probably a good time to do it and, and be safe than sorry. And that, that's just one of those risks. You know, when we clean those throttle bodies, we swab them out, do them by hand. We do do some cleaner, but I've never heard of the straw getting sucked in there. So, Ian, there you go. You were the first one. You made the record today. We've got Sharon, we've got Jess, we've got Doug, and we've got Julie all the way from Flat. Staff. We're going to take a quick break. You're listening to Bumper to Bumper Radio. Are you tired of wasting time and money on a subpar car wash? The interior isn't clean and there are water spots all over your ride? Hi, I'm Marcus, owner of Pit Stop Auto Detailing in Scottsdale. And I'm Scott, owner of Showcase Mobile Detailing in Gilbert. Two great shops designed to come to you with a five-star rated wash and detail, including reverse osmosis water to make your ride shine like new. Yep, that's right. No more wasting time or money for a bad car wash. Check us out at pitstopdetailing.com or showcasemobiledetailing.com today. Hi, this is Kelly. 
After my husband and I moved to Arizona, we were looking for an honest, trustworthy repair shop. We happened to meet Spencer Dusay, owner of H&I Automotive, and we were quickly impressed with him personally, as well as how he ran his business. Spencer has trained his highly skilled staff to focus on giving their customers friendly and honest service as their top priority. We always know in advance what the repair is and why with a fully supported digital diagnostic estimate. They're transparent, they communicate, and they stand behind their work. As a woman, I feel respected. I'm not a mechanic, and I always feel confident with their communications and their work. 13 years later, and we've never been disappointed. After all this time, we're still being greeted by the same friendly employees, which speaks highly of the type of business Spencer has built. Check out all their five-star reviews for yourself online. H stands for honesty, and I stands for integrity. You feel it every time you visit them. The more things change, the more they stay the same. Hi, Kurt Rock here for Kurt's Auto Repair. Times and technology has changed, but at Kurt's, we're still the same family-owned and operated business that has enabled us to earn a perfect Better Business Bureau record for over 30 years. Our master technicians are experts in everything automotive, foreign and domestic, gas and diesel. Come experience quality and service that time has not changed. Check us out online at mycarhurts.com. If your car hurts, take it to Kurt's. to Bumper to Bumper Radio. I'm your host, Matt Allen, here with you every single Saturday to help you navigate owning your car, answering your questions, hopefully have a little bit of fun, entertain you a little bit, talk about going to the dermatologist or my bald head sweating all over the place or whatever it may, whatever it may be. I don't know. We'll joke around a little bit. But uh, let's help you out and answer some questions. We've got a few callers. I think we're going to go in this order. We're going to go Sharon, Jess. Doug and Julie, just right there in that order. So, uh, and then there's even Linda, but Sharon's up first. Scottsdale 2000 Jeep Cherokee. How can we help you, Sharon? Miss Sharon, are you there with your Jeep? I am. There you are. How can we help you today? Hi. Uh, thanks for taking my call. I've got this uh, 2000 Jeep Grand Cherokee, which is a sweet baby. And um, it has 200,000 miles on it. I'm the second owner. And I've got tires that are due by the summer, a full set. So uh, what do you suggest? Uh, I mean, is it time to uh, swap, trade in, buy, or whatever? Now, you said you had to do something with your tires. You swap tires? No, it trade in oh, the, the, the Jeep, uh, uh, sell the Jeep. Okay, the car itself. I got you. Well, you know that that's there's a lot that goes into that question. That that is personal preference, um, financial um, wherewithal, and 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 actually the condition of the car. So. Um, I forgot the term you used, your sweet baby or something like that. Um, you know, if you really like the car and it's not giving you troubles, um, there's no need to replace it. But it's 23 years old. It doesn't have all the latest gadgets and Bluetooth and backup camera and all the bells and whistles that you might enjoy on a newer car. Um so, yeah, I mean, I think the time to shop for a car is not when your car is broken down because people tend to make bad choices and rush into things. But if you're on the fence with the vehicle, so to speak, maybe it's one of those deals you take. You've obviously taken care of it, got over 200,000 miles on it. You know, you take it into your repair shop and have them give it an inspection. Say, I think I'm thinking about selling this and I need to know two things. Number one. What needs to be done to the car if I'm going to keep it? And what you can predict? What are the percentages and such? And number two, if I'm going to sell it, I want to be able to be honest with somebody and tell them, hey, I've done my maintenance. 
But the car in the future is probably going to need this and this and that and the other, unless you're going to just go trade it and get yourself a new car. So that's the, you know, that that's a decision you'll have to make. And the but I think going to your shop and, and having an inspection done and getting an overall condition so that you know what you're dealing with is the best thing to do. And I always tell people they have a broken down car and think, I'm just going to go get a new one. And, and sometimes that's horrible because your broken down car is worth exponentially less broken down. And then you don't have a car. So now you're in the dealership and then they get you. And I don't mean that in a bad way. They get you because you got to buy a car, and then you get to the finance office, and then they start talking about this, and then you're buying extended warranties you shouldn't buy, and you're buying these paint protection packages that are useless, and all this other stuff because you're in a panic. So my suggestion, again, when the car's in good shape, do your shopping. But, Sharon, if you want to treat yourself to a new vehicle, I think you ought to. So... Go for it, is what I say. So good luck with that, and let us know what you decide to do. Jess in Cave Creek, what's going on with your 2007 I, Buick, Jess? Actually, it, it, it's not just that car. That's okay. Um, my husband and I have several cars. Okay. But but from from a lay person, not, not a car person's um, perspective, it's more of a general question. Um, I need to know the merits. And picking and the car is requiring it says on the guest door it says um, 91 and then it says lowest octane I think it's 87 or something but um, can you explain just in layman's terms the different three grades of gas and, and what it does to a vehicle the the pros and cons of choosing each of the three gates. Um, grades of gas. Uh, from a layperson's perspective, I certainly can because I'm not a fuel expert, but I know enough about it to be dangerous. But you did also, your phone cut out a little bit. Uh, and I think you said there's a sticker. We may be talking more than just the Buick. The Buick, I'm assuming, doesn't have the sticker that requires high octane fuel. But then just, what, what? Just all the vehicles that we have. It's what, more of a general question. And what was yeah, the other? We have lots of vehicles. And so tell me one of the cars that does require fuel, like a Mercedes or a BMW. Or something uh, BMW, like? Fiat. Yep. Oh, um, I okay. think the Firebird. The, the Firebird does too. Um, my husband is a Firebird, but um, perfect. It's, it's more of a general question. Yeah, abso- I guess. absolutely. So I'll take my best shot at it. So, I mean, the the <laughs> you put me on the spot now. I didn't get to study for this test, but the higher the octane. It is also higher the flash point, I believe. It depends when the fuel is going to burn. At what point will that fuel detonate or burn in the combustion chamber? So on a higher compression car or a sports car, you might think of a, you know, think, take your Porsche or your BMW. That's a performance engine. It's higher compression in the in the cylinders, and it's going to require a higher octane fuel because if you put a lower octane fuel in there, the fuel could actually detonate prior to the time that the spark wants the wants the car to fire. The spark plug goes in, and that's when you get that pinging or that rattling noise on acceleration. That could be a sign of bad gas, the ignition timing being off, and so on and so forth. Um, so on a Buick, for example, on a car that does not require premium fuel, there is no benefit to putting premium fuel in it. You're wasting your money. If putting premium fuel in there creates or, or, or masks a running condition like pinging or detonation or something like that, it's because there's another issue that needs to be repaired and you're compensating for it with the fuel. If there is no problems with your Buick or your car that does not require premium fuel and you use it, you could actually get worse gas mileage because it's a higher octane. It detonates at a higher temperature, and that may not fire when it is supposed to, therefore making the car more inefficient. So that's your cars that don't require high-octane fuel. Sometimes there's fuel in the middle. 
you know, I'm not really quite sure what that's for. I, I've never used it. I remember back in the day, my dad had his Honda, you know, crotch rocket uh, motorcycle, and he'd put in some premium, and then he'd put in a little bit of the other one, try and get it in the middle. I don't know if that's because he was trying to be cheap or what exactly was happening. I know he's listening. <laughs> Maybe he'll tell me. Um, but your BMW and your Fiat, and now, believe it or not, maybe even your Kia. People are like, oh, it's an expensive car. It needs premium fuel. Those really do need it. They should have it. We used to buy premium fuel back in the day because that's the only one that had the cleaners and the additives and stuff in it. That what you might call or look up top tier fuel, which just about everybody has now. And that's got the the additives in it to help combat carbon buildup and, and, and contamination and such. If you put low quality or lower octane fuel in your car, the computer will recognize that. It will pick up. The, that fuel will cause a detonation, but the, the engine computer, there's a knock sensor that can pick that noise that that, that that makes up way before your ear could even detect it. The car will recognize that and then retard the timing so that it doesn't detonate. And then when you retard the timing or back off the timing or change the fuel delivery to compensate for the low-octane fuel, the car will not perform as well. I have a 750 BMW, and I also have a 5-series station wagon BMW. My wife claims that if I screw up and accidentally, because I drive a Toyota pickup, 2010, it's touching almost 200,000 miles. It's never seen a tank of premium fuel in its life. 87 octane from Costco, QT, Circle K, whatever. They're all about the same now as long as they're top tier. Every once in a while, I take the Beamer by, um, you know, by Costco and I'll screw up and I'll put the wrong fuel. She claims she can tell the difference. I don't drive that car very much. Sometimes I did it the other day. I put five gallons in. I said, oh, my God, I stopped and reset the card. And then it said duplicate card. So I had to use a different one and, you know, and then finish topping it off with the with the premium fuel. So there is a difference. Um, I wrote an article about this. You could probably search KTAR Fuel Matt Allen or something like that. It was several years ago, and I know that article still lives on the KTR website. Maybe Octane, too. Yeah, maybe Octane. I'm not sure what the key. I'll search it during the break and see if I can find it and tell you tell you how to find it. And you know what? That's a good thing. I'm going to maybe see about getting a fuel expert in here to talk about that. So great, great um, question on that one, Jess. We're going to take a quick break. You're listening to Bumper to Bumper Radio. I'm going to get to the rest of you when we get back. Hi, this is Champ with Champ's Family Automotive. We are a family-owned and operated full-service center for your automotive and diesel needs. Have you been searching for a trustworthy automotive and diesel repair shop? Well, come see us in Goodyear or Surprise. Import, domestic, or diesel. Yes, we take care of it all with state-of-the-art technology and technicians. Bumper-to-bumper radio approved. Check us out at champsfamilyautomotive.com. And yes, that's champsfamilyautomotive.com. Tommy Mello here, owner of A1 Garage Doors. When I was growing up, my mom had to work three jobs to save our house. I love my mom. She's the most important person in the world to me. When she moved into her new house recently, I looked at the parts that the builder put on her garage. Parts that were designed to break, and the first thing I thought was to replace the springs, rollers, and hinges. And I also added decorative hardware to make the house look beautiful. Did you know the garage makes up 40% of your home's curb appeal? I wanted my mom's garage to not only look good, but it had to work right, too. When I started A1 Garage, I thought about my mom, and I thought, I'm going to treat everyone just like my mother. Call today and take advantage of our $129 winter tune-up special that includes a new bottom rubber to keep all those nasty bugs and winter out of your garage. The garage door is the smile of your home. Don't wait. Call A1 Garage for service, and you'll be smiling today. A1Garage.com. 
Trust is so important, especially in times like these. At Virginia Auto Service, we've been the place you can trust for over 25 years. Hi, I'm Matt Allen, your KTAR car guy and owner of Virginia Auto Service. Rest assured, we've implemented all the necessary steps to keep you safe and sanitized. As we begin to move around a little more, take some stress out of your life by trusting your vehicle to Virginia Auto Service. We are in the heart of downtown Phoenix, 7th Street, just south of Thomas. Check us out on the web, virginiaautoservice.com. Breaking news is always first. Arizona's news station, KTAR News, now. KTAR News time is 11.30. I'm Troy Barrett. Heads up for you hikers out there this weekend. It's going to be hot near 100 today. The forecast is 102 tomorrow, so it could be our first triple-digit day of the year. And the city of Phoenix says it's time to leave your pets at home when you're going to take a hike, especially in the afternoon. Parks and Recreation Department wants you to uh, remember that pets, uh, dogs are not allowed on Phoenix trails when temperatures reach 100 degrees or higher. Speaking of uh, things that are high, gas prices still high around the valley and the entire state. Arizona statewide average for a gallon of gas is $4.70. We're the third highest in the country behind California and Hawaii. AAA says the average price in Phoenix is $5.03. The national average, however, is $3.63. Time to check traffic now from the Valley Chevy Dealers Traffic Center. Let's head on over to Tom Keeble. Yeah, thanks, Troy. Things are heating up in the weather, and they're heating up on the roadways. We are still dealing with that crash westbound Interstate 10 at 27th Avenue. We have an upside-down car in the left shoulder. Authorities have the HOV lane blocked off. Big curiosity factor on this one, but if you stay right, you should be able to get by. And if you can avoid it altogether, westbound Interstate 10, your best bet is to hop on there at 35th Avenue instead. One new crash, State Route 143 on the exit ramp to Sky Harbor, so you're probably better off taking surface streets or the Interstate 10 to get into the airport right now. And then a few more hours on that closure, Loop 202 Santan between US 60 and Valvista Drive, scheduled to reopen at 1 p.m. Tom Keeble, KTAR News. KTAR weather for the valley, sunny and very warm, a little bit breezy too at times. 99, your forecast high today, 102 tomorrow. We should be back into the 80s by the middle part of next week. Right now it's 90 in Apache Junction. Weather is brought to you by Howard Arrow. I'm Troy Barrett on Arizona's news station, KTAR News. Breaking news, traffic and weather 24-7 with traffic updates every six minutes weekday mornings on Arizona's only all-news morning show. Arizona gets its news from Arizona's news station. KTAR News on your radio at 92.3 FM and streaming live on the KTAR News app. Make your memorial memorable with Bunker to Bunker's 12th Annual Memorial Weekend Golf Tournament presented by Macanudo Inspirado Cigars on Saturday, May 27th at Los Caballeros Golf Club. Open to the public, the two-person scramble benefits Phoenix Children's Hospital and it's loaded with special prizes, awards, breakfast, and even includes a coupon for a second round of golf, all for just $115. The event is open to the public and singles are welcome, but space is limited. So come join us and register today at BunkerGolf.com. Old-fashioned service with all the latest in modern technology. It's not a dream. It's what they do at Import Car Specialists. Conveniently located in the Biltmore area, right off the 51 at Indian School. The expert team at Import Car Specialists look forward to solving all of your import service needs. So bring in your classics, that old Triumph, Alfa Romeo, or maybe your new BMW, Mercedes, or Audi. They can take care of all of it for you. Check them out today at Import Car Specialists. Hi, I'm Marcus with Pit Stop Auto Detailing in Scottsdale. And I'm Scott with Showcase Mobile Detailing in Gilbert. Together, we've teamed up to become the highest-rated mobile automotive detailers in Arizona. Our mobile fleets provide you with award-winning professional detailing services conveniently done right at your home or office. Interior, exterior, basic wash to full detailing. There's even engine detailing and ceramic services available. Yep, we do it all. Check us out at pitstopdetailing.com or showcasemobiledetailing.com. Today. Hey guys, Champ here with Champ's Family Automotive. Been serving the Valley for over 15 years, treating customers like family. Integrity, fair pricing, and trust. That's what you should have in your automotive repair facility. We understand that if you treat customers like family, 
they continue to return to you. Whether you have a domestic, import, or diesel, we have state-of-the-art technology, technicians, and tools to take care of your needs. Award-winning facilities in Goodyear and Surprise. Check us out at ChampsFamilyAutomotive.com. That's ChampsFamilyAutomotive.com. It's your car's favorite show, Bumper to Bumper. Bumper to Bumper Radio. I'm Matt Allen here with you every single Saturday. And just a reminder, Bumper to Bumper Radio happens 24 hours a day, seven days a week. If you just put the .com right after it. And when you go there, you can find some old shows, search by topic, maybe find some articles, find a shop in your neighborhood if you've got a question. And uh, the last question right before the break talked about fuel. You know, fuel prices are up. Questioning which is the right fuel to put in my car. Do I need to put premium if the sticker says premium? Does putting premium in my car that doesn't require premium, is it a good idea? No. I did a little search. I remember writing an article about this. It was 10 years ago. Um, it just, I found it. All you have to do if you want to read it is type in and Google which fuel is right for my car, K-T-A-R. And it pops right up on top. And uh, so hopefully that was some, I answered your question for you. And then if you want to read more about the fuel for your car. And I heard, Carrie, I think prices are going to be coming down a little bit on fuel, maybe. Yeah, the blend is going to be less in digest. Yeah, we've got that yeah. summer blend. Yeah, correct. And then, of course, I want to give a shout-out to some of our new partners on Bumper to Bumper Radio, the um, the guys from uh, Showcase Mobile De- Detailing in Gilbert, and then Pit Stop Auto Detailing in Scottsdale up in the air park. And I'm talking the good side of the air park, the Scottsdale quarter side of the air park. So, I mean... Full service from both these guys, whether it's in the shop or their mobile fleet, top-notch. You know, I'll tell you what, it really makes a difference. A clean car is a happy car. We talked about it. You know, a lot of people are keeping their cars. Longer, yeah, sure. Getting people, you know, that never had a car into 70,000 miles because they always just kind of get rid of it. So we're finding ourselves doing services and then, and you know, bring the car up to speed. And then it's next. You know, those guys... They'll come out to the bumper right. to bumper radio shops and they'll do the detailing. So if you can be without your car for an extra day, or if you decide, yeah, I'm going to go ahead and plunk down some money and get that car all brought up to speed because I'm going to keep it for three more years or whatever the case, get a hold of those guys. They'll come do the detailing right at our shop, and then when you pick it up, not only is it riding nice and feeling good. That's a good idea. But it looks good, and it smells yeah, get good. Get it fixed and get it prettied and, up. And yeah. you will feel happy about your car. And I, we had a chance to have them in, in the show a couple weeks ago, and they just seem like nice guys. Oh, they're just, yeah. Yeah. I met them right yeah. away. They're cool dudes, and they exactly. just, uh, you know. <laughs> They're just just good guys, right off right off right off the bat. And I think my fuel explanation was pretty good because I didn't get any hate mail, but I'm still open to some. If you'd like to send it at four one one nine two three. So let's get after the phones here. Oh my goodness gracious, Doug is. Uh, is we're going to go, Doug, Julie, and Linda. Doug in Phoenix, Ford Ranger, two thousand fourteen, or Ford Raptor, Ford Raptor. I'm sorry to uh, to say Ranger there. What can I do for you? <laughs> Good morning, guys. Hey, uh, question for you. I've had this Raptor almost 10 years now. I bought it new. Um, I do most of the service myself. Uh, flush the radiator a couple times, you know, purged out the steering fluid. But here's what I don't know, because it only has 42,000 miles on it. So I have a company car, so it doesn't get a ton of miles. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure when's the right time to go ahead and say, you know what, let's replace all you know, upper and lower radiator hoses, replace the unibelt, pack the wheel bearings. Um, I'm just trying to get a handle based on the fact there's not a ton of miles. When would be a good time to do that? Never. <laughs> uh, I mean, I say that, uh, you know, kind of in, in, in jest, but the car doesn't have packable wheel bearings. That, that, that's just something that doesn't have anymore. They're going to be a sealed wheel bearing. It's not like, you, okay. know, you know, where we used to have to pull off the brake rotor and machine the rotors and pack the bearings. That's how you always pack the bearings when you did the brake job. It came along with it. You know, hoses these days last much, much longer. Granted, they're 10 years old, but if you've maintained 
maintained the cooling system and taken good care of the coolant, the hoses are not going to be rotted and rotting from the inside out. You know, it used to be that we'd replace a hose at 30,000 miles or, you know, every two years you did the heater hoses and the radiator hoses. But, you know, that's your old Buick or your, or you know, that's not your 2014 pickup. That's your 84, your 70, you know, your 84, 74 pickup. So the, the, that's why the maintenance is so important. So, so I wouldn't worry about the hoses. You know, that's 100,000 miles typically or something like that. Or if you have a related problem, you know, there, you know, when you're taking it to the shop or you do a lot of it yourself, if you start to see some coolant maybe weeping out from around the clamps or the clamp has some swelling that might are right on the opposite side of the clamp, but on the coolant side, if there's some bulging there, that might be a sign of some corrosion where you would want to take the hose off, clean that up, install a new hose, um, but but I wouldn't worry about it. So we talked about wheel bearings. We talked about coolant. We talked about hoses. What else? Uh, Unibelt and uh, transfer case um, and the differentials front and rear. Sure. The serpentine belt, <clears throat> you know, I, I, if you want to be safe, I'd probably – the one on 50,000 miles, just for the heck of it. I mean, it, it, you know, the belts are different now, too. They don't crack like they used to. We used to look at them and they say if they had, if it was a serpentine belt, they had three cracks within one inch on any of the ribs together, then it was bad. But the belts now are like tires. They just wear down. They don't crack. So we actually measure them. There's a tool. So if you want to be extra proactive, put one on at 50,000 miles and and, and um, probably isn't going to bother you. Same thing with the transmission, the differential. You don't drive it a whole lot, um, but the fluid's getting old. You know, coolant will turn acidic after time, so you do need to make sure that's that's serviced regular and use the right coolant, and I always recommend putting a new radiator cap on. You know, the differential, if you're not backing it into the lake to own a boat or not four-wheeling too much, um, you know, again, I would probably just do it at a mileage interval that makes sense, 50,000, um, and, and, and it's even there, and then do it again at 100, and, and that would probably be super proactive and, and not really have any problems. That, does that seem to make sense? It makes sense. Uh, you, you obviously save me some money. I'm just trying to get it. I want to take care of this thing because I'm not planning on ever getting rid of it. So right. I just want to make sure I'm doing good maintenance on it. Yeah, keep the keep the fluids clean, especially the coolant. And if you're never getting rid of it, you know, spending a few extra bucks over the long over the long term isn't gonna isn't isn't gonna hurt anything. You're gonna be much happier with it. And the times you do drive it, it's important to make sure it gets up to operating temperature and let that sucker see some wide open throttle once in a while and you know and, and keep keep the fuel flowing through the fuel injectors and keep things running the way they should so thanks for the call let's see here real quick we're gonna get julie she's been so patient in flagstaff on uh looks like a kia amante julie how can we help you hi good morning thank you for taking my call you're welcome Hi, I'm just calling regarding Kia Monte. My daughter has it in Flagstaff, and we have it at the shop right now because it stopped. It won't start anymore. So I have it at the shop, and I just got a call that I'm going to be needing a fuel injector and then the wire for the spark plug. Uh-huh. And I'm just checking and see if, you know, seeing a woman dealing with this, um, Make sure, uh, I just want to check and see what you think as far as, like, the cost for that one. What the cost would be? Yeah. Well, what did they quote you? $1,270. So, you know, I, I would have to see everything. So, uh, but did you say the car wasn't starting? It was stalling and had to be towed in? Or was it just not running right and had a check engine light coming on? Or what happened? Uh, no check engine light. It just stopped working, so I got I had it towed over to um, in Flagstaff. Oh, she's in okay. school. Well, I mean, those types of repairs that they're suggesting to me sound like something that wouldn't necessarily keep the car from running. It would be something that would I would think would be cause more of a symptom. Like you have a bad fuel injector, the car would start to misfire possibly, or bad spark plug wires might make the car misfire. However, 
if the fuel injector shorted out, that could overload the injector driver and the computer and shut down that part of the system and have it not run. But I guess the best thing to do is call them back and say, could you please explain to me what you're doing and why we're doing it? Help me understand it. And then is this going to fix their car or is there something else that it might be when you're done? Like, I don't like to say, is this a guess or a fix? But, you know, but when you call them back, say, is there anything else I should be doing with this? Or what caused this? You know, did I, should I have done maintenance that could have prevented this? Or is it, you know, so you just have to kind of have that conversation and go with your gut. Hopefully it's an established shop and, and make sure that everything, you know, make sure they've got a good warranty and just, just go with what your gut tells you is the best thing I can tell you. It doesn't sound inappropriate. I think that car has a V6 engine. The spark plug wires are not easy to get to. And I believe if you have to get to one of the fuel injectors, it's underneath part of the intake plenum that they have to remove. So there's some extra gaskets and some things that go along with that. So... You might even ask them, you know, I, I not like I want to throw a bunch of money at my car, but does it make sense to do anything else now that might save me money later, uh, later on down the road if we did it now? I'm not trying to encourage you to spend more money. I just want you to get the most value for the money. So certainly don't be afraid to uh, talk to them or go down there and ask them. I love to do show and tell with customers. So we're going to take a quick break. Linda, oh my gosh, you will be the first one. Linda, Lance, and Diane with her Porsche Cayenne. We'll talk to you in a minute. Be right back. What really needs to be fixed? Do you have trust in your repair and maintenance facility to actually recommend only the repairs that your car needs? Hi, this is Lee Weatherby from Accurate Automotive. We pride ourselves and have built our business on our motto of friends serving friends for over 29 years by taking care of our customers like we do our friends and family. You don't always need a repair, but when you do, we advise and prioritize to let you know when you should get your work done. This way, you can plan for it, budget for it, so it doesn't come a surprise. We also tell you when it might be best to make a repair to avoid future more costly repairs to save time and money, keeping your vehicle safe and operating at peak performance. For quality automotive repair at a price that's fair, check us out on BumperToBumperRadio.com or any of the review apps. Accurate Automotive, friends serving friends in Maysat, Robeson, and Broadway. Check us out at AccurateAutomotiveAZ.com today. That's AccurateAutomotiveAZ.com. Tommy Mello here, owner of A1 Garage Doors. When I was growing up, my mom had to work three jobs to save our house. I love my mom. She's the most important person in the world to me. When she moved into her new house recently, I looked at the parts that the builder put on her garage. Parts that were designed to break, and the first thing I thought was to replace the springs, rollers, and hinges, and I also added decorative hardware to make the house look beautiful. Did you know the garage makes up 40% of your home's curb appeal? I wanted my mom's garage to not only look good, but it had to work right, too. When I started A1 Garage, I thought about my mom, and I thought, I'm going to treat everyone just like my mother. Call today and take advantage of our $129 winter tune-up special that includes a new bottom rubber to keep all those nasty bugs and winter out of your garage. The garage door is the smile of your home. Don't wait. Call A1 Garage Door Service, and you'll be smiling today. We're not going to waste any time because we've got the phone calls lit up. And I want to give you a reminder. You're thinking about putting fuel in your car. You're not sure which fuel to put in your car. You can type Matt Allen, K-T-A-R, correct fuel. And it's the first thing that pops up. Or you can type which is the right fuel for my car, K-T-A-R. But I like when you throw my name in there. It helps the search results a little bit. So let's see. We're going to get to the phones. And Linda in Sun Lakes has been on hold for 32 minutes. Linda, I owe you something. But thank you at <laughs> least. But thank you so much for holding and being patient. What can we help you with on your Camry? Um, I have a 17 uh, Camry, and it's got about 47 uh, plus thousand miles, 
and it's got a high-pitched squeak sound out of the right-hand side when I, I can only hear it when I open the right-hand side window, um, and it, it hits at about 40 uh, miles an hour. Uh, lower than that, it doesn't seem to squeak at all, but about 40, it just, it's got this high-pitched squeak, and it goes on and on and on, whether I'm on the freeway, side streets, or wherever, and I'm wondering, gosh, uh, I don't have anyone else to ask because I'm a new widow now, and I don't know okay. who to go to down here well, in this new area. Okay, in Sun Lakes, that's Southeast Valley, right? Uh, yeah, it's about yeah. 10 miles south of Chandler. Okay, well, I'm sorry to hear about your your new situation, but now I want to make sure we're, we're not hearing a noise like a wind noise, like the window is rolled down. No, 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 it's okay. a high-pitched squealing, a squeak, a high-pitched squealing noise that... Okay. I don't know why. I've never, I, I, I don't know, maybe a belt's loose or gone or no, broke off. I, I don't know. I know what it is. So here's what I want. What? I, I'm going to tell you. It's not a secret. <laughs> I'm not a secret. But then I want you to send me an email so I can refer you to a shop personally so we can find you a good home. So please go to, when, okay. you, when we're done, go to bumpertobumperradio.com and go to the contact page and send an email. I want to get you to the right to the right shop. But the way that okay. you're going to check this out, and I'm going to put my money on this, a little bit anyway. On your car, you're right in the window for needing brakes. It sounds like you're not an aggressive driver. You just cruise. You use the brakes very lightly. On your car, and in many cars, there's a little metal sensor. And what happens on the brake pads? Now, some cars have a sensor that turn on a light when the brake pad wears down because it grounds out a wire and completes a circuit. But most cars, whether it's your 78 Chevy or even your 2017 Toyota, there's a little teeny piece of metal tab that about two to three millimeters away from the final life of the brake pads, that little metal tab will start to drag on the brake rotor. And you'll hear this constant just annoying noise. So here's what I want you to do. Next time it's doing it, maybe you're driving in the neighborhood and the wall is next to you and you hear it bouncing and reflecting off the wall. If you just lightly touch the brake and that noise goes away... I almost, mm-hmm. I would almost guarantee that you just simply have worn out brakes and you need a basic brake job. And what a basic brake job is, is making sure that the rear brakes, if they're drum brakes, are properly adjusted and cleaned. If they're disc brakes, they don't really need anything except to make sure they have good life. And then on the front, with only 45,000 miles, that car absolutely does not need brake rotors. It probably just needs to have the brake rotors machined and a good set of quality brake pads, assuming that's the problem. But And when I say touch the brake, you don't have to slam on the brakes. Just get to the speed where it's making that noise and just lightly touch the brake like you want to just slow down a little bit, enough to maybe turn on the brake lights or something. And if that noise goes away, it's your brakes. Other than that, a belt's not going to squeal like that very much. Um, I'm not too concerned about it. I bet that's what it is, Linda. So don't stress out too much, but that's something certainly once you can go drive it today and do what I said and confirm that and then send us an email and we'll try and get you referred to to a shop. The other thing you can do, bumper to bumperradio.com. If there is one in your neighborhood, you can certainly go there. But I would rather, um, in your situation, in your car, I would rather make a personal referral for you. So I hope that helps you. So thanks for your call. Thanks for being so patient. Uh, Lance is another patient one. Lance in Ahwatukee, 2016 Ford F-150. What can we do for you, Lance? Hey, thanks for taking my call. So I replaced my front uh, rotors and pads uh, this morning on my truck, and all three of the pads looked like they had equal wear, mm-hmm. but one of them was completely gone. It was the inside pad on the passenger side. Is that normal? Should I be worried about it? Am I looking at a new caliper? Mm, if it's an Arizona truck, I'm not worried about the caliper. Um, I've probably sold... 
Um, in 28 years of being in business, I can count on my fingers and toes how many calibers I've sold um, in Arizona. They just We just don't go through them. The biggest thing, I'm not sure if that is a – does that brake caliper have like two bolts and some rubber um, – boots and it slides or does the brake caliper bolt up and it's fixed and then the brake pads kind of float do you do you recall uh brake pads are um slide into a, a separate piece from the caliper so there's two bolts that hold on the caliper and then two more bolts that hold on that fix um the pad holder i guess yeah yeah the, the fixture so the most important thing is you want to clean with a wire brush the area where the brake pads lock in and slide you know there's going to be some movement make sure that area is clean and then those bolts that go in that hold that in those are pins and they should be sliding i think whatever moves you need to make sure it doesn't have too much grease a little's good a lot is not better um and there's brake grease you can buy to put on those components and then make sure you clean the um you know where the where the pads ride clean those with a wire brush and make sure they're clean and free of debris and and you probably just had one hanging up and and, um and that's all it is so as long as you did that or maybe it might be worth taking it back apart making sure all those slides are cleaned and wire brushed off and the hardware is good and then check it in ten thousand miles and see if the wear is even again Um, but at this point awesome so I did all that stuff, so I think it'll be good. Yeah, take pull the wheels off in ten grand, ten thousand, and have another another look and and see how they're wearing. So good luck with that. And it's time for Diane, my uh, Porsche from North Scottsdale. What's up, Diane? The last two minutes. Is hey, you. <laughs> hey, I gotta say, love, love, love your show, especially your voice. Thank you for taking oh, my wow, call and hearing right. him again with my Diane. <laughs> right. Real quick, I know you're pressed for time. Is a little blurb came up on my dash and it says steering faulty and it totally locked down the whole car. Had to have it flatbed towed. Had two numbers on it. One was for $5,000 to replace the entire steering column, even though it's only the sensor. Second one was 1800 to take the sensor out and send it out of state and have them repair it because the garages don't have the Porsche tool that clears the sensor so they can do the work on it. So to make a long story short, what do I do? Um, flip a coin. Um, I, I would, so what it is, I don't think it's a sensor. I think, so that car's got electric steering and there's a steering module. So there's a computer that attaches either to the rack and pinion unit underneath the car or, or the steering column itself. And the, it sounds to me like that part is not serviced separately. So there are places now that the dealer would never do it. They would just install a new component. There are places. No, he wants to do the whole steering column. Exactly, and there are, and, and that's what I was going to say. There's a lot of places an independent shop will remove that module from the steering column, and we can send that out to a place that will repair them. They usually have a bad solder joint or bad connection or something like that, and uh-huh. and that can be repairable. So that's the route I would go, and I'd save myself three thousand dollars as long as they can guarantee yeah. that that's going to fix it. Go for it. That's what I would do. Okay. That's what I'd recommend in my shop, too. Okay, so where do I go? Oh, you don't have a place there. I thought you said you had a quote to get it fixed. Well, yeah, but I like your option better. Oh, well, if you can always visit us at Import Car Specialist at 16th Street Indian School, that's my shop, and, and we can take care of you there. I can make a referral for you up in North Scottsdale if you like, but I'd be happy to do either one and take a look at it for you. So I'm gonna love it, love it, love it. All righty, take care. Thanks thank for you, calling. Dave. Hey, listen real quick. You were missed when you were on holiday. Oh, so thank you. Know, you thank were you so missed. much. Okay, George and All Julie, right. I'm gonna take you off the air. Thanks, Diane. We'll see you guys next week.